It's a beautiful day, my fellow freedom travelers. Can you feel that Sunday groove? Life is smiling on us this August 13th, 2023. We're truly over the moon that you've decided to ride this 15-minute wave with us today. So lean back, let the rhythm embrace you, and let the worries of the world melt away. This mysterious treehouse, it's your sanctuary, your home. Now grab those headphones, let the music seep into your soul, and give a warm welcome to our host, that groovy chick who keeps the vibe alive, the one and only, Audrey Merkel. Thank you, Horace. Greetings, lovely listeners. Welcome to another delightful morning with us. This week has been a buzz with discussions about drive chains in the Bitcoin realm, and we'll surely dive into that topic. But let's start our Sunday right by bringing you the freshest news and updates. Bitcoin on the march. A significant feat to highlight is the remarkable growth in Bitcoin holdings among steadfast investors, accumulating an impressive 14.59 million coins. This substantial amount constitutes a whopping 75% of the total circulating supply. This achievement marks a remarkable pinnacle for Bitcoin hodlers, as unveiled by an on-chain analyst at Glassnode. Truly a testament to the steadfast dedication of the Bitcoin community. Azteco, a player in the consumer Bitcoin arena, has just revealed a significant boost with a $6 million seed funding round. This funding, led by none other than Jack Dorsey, values the company at an impressive $84 million. What's caught my attention is that Azteco is rolling out Bitcoin gift cards, a move aimed at amplifying Bitcoin's purchasing potential to be on par with the mighty US dollar. Riot Blockchain, a Bitcoin miner, has pulled in a considerable sum by selling power instead of just mining Bitcoin in the second quarter. Talk about diversification. This strategic move isn't just about boosting Riot's coffers during market downturns, it's playing a crucial role in stabilizing the ERCOT power grid, especially during challenging periods like the ongoing heat wave. The folks over at Castle Rock, Colorado-based Riot, have raked in a substantial $13.5 million through power curtailment credits in the quarter, all while managing to generate a hefty $49.7 million in mining revenue. Over to Satoshi, the robot assistant for the technicals. The Bitcoin hash rate is currently at 393.26 exahashes. This is up from 196.08 exahashes one year ago. This is an incredible increase of 100.6%. Bitcoin average difficulty is at a current level of 52.93, up from 28.17 a year ago. This is an increase of 85.95%. The difficulty retarget date is set for August 22nd, and is estimated to increase by 4.6%. The public lightning network capacity is over 4,700 Bitcoin. The block height at time of recording is 802,880. There are currently 37,120 blocks until the next subsidy halving. This is projected to occur on April 20th, 2024. At this time, the Bitcoin network is mighty strong and could withstand any foe. Thank you, Satoshi. 
Looks like Sam Bankman-Fried, the notorious face behind the FTX implosion, is back in the hot seat. Or should I say jail cell? On Friday, it seems he took a detour from the friendly environment of mommy and daddy's home to a detention center, after a judge revoked his bail over some rather intriguing allegations. It's all about alleged witness intimidation. Apparently, SBF showed a journalist from the New York Times some private writings from his ex-flame and business partner Caroline Ellison. Oh, and there's more. He also used a VPN, something he wasn't supposed to do based on a previous order. Sneaky, right? So, the 31-year-old FTX founder was whisked right into custody. And guess what? He'll be enjoying the cozy confines of a New York federal detention center until his trial begins on October 2nd. Over to you, Sarah Nichols, standing in for Morton Anger. What's the scoop on this one? Hey there, fabulous peeps. It's your girl, Sarah Nichols, ready to dish out the latest scoop from the Bitcoin world. Get ready, because this story's got more twists than a pretzel factory. Sam Bankman-Fried, disgraced head honcho at FTX, decided it was a fantastic idea to show a journalist some super private stuff from his ex-girlfriend, Caroline Ellison. Yes, you heard it right, private stuff. The kind of stuff that should have stayed locked in a vault forever. Sam, honey, did you miss the memo on keeping things hush-hush? But hold on to your hats, because here comes the drama bomb. This little escapade didn't sit well with the judge. See, Sam also used a VPN, you know, the fancy online disguise thing. But turns out that's a big no-no, according to a previous court order. Result? Bail revoked, and Sam's got himself a new address, a detention center. Now let me sprinkle some of my signature sassy wisdom into this spicy cocktail. Sam, darling, we've all had our fair share of breakup blues, but exposing your ex's private thoughts to the world? That's not a move. That's a meltdown. And speaking of legal matters, let's dive into Caroline's side of the story. She's pleaded guilty to fraud, and she's spilling the beans against SBF in court. She's like the star witness in this courtroom showdown, dropping truth bombs like they're hot potatoes. So, SBF, if you're thinking of sharing personal details with the press, remember, it's not a plot twist. It's called witness tampering. Oopsie daisy. So there you have it, my friends, the latest shitcoin roller coaster ride, complete with courtroom drama, bail revocations, and enough twists to put a corkscrew to shame. This is Sarah Nichols. Stay sassy, keep stacking, and remember, if you're ever in a pickle, don't spill secrets, spill some laughs instead. Until next time, darlings. Thank you, Sarah. The talk of the town this week revolved around Bitcoin improvement proposals 300 and 301, sparking quite the lively debate among the Bitcoin faithful. These proposals, if approved and implemented, would essentially codify what's known as drive chains into the very heart of Bitcoin's code base. The driving force behind this proposition is the idea that drive chains would supercharge Bitcoin's functionality. Advocates are raising their banners high, touting the potential benefits. But of course, every coin has its flip side. Detractors are not holding back either, arguing that this move could potentially introduce unnecessary risks into the project. So let's tune in to Eli and Polly, who are about to unravel the mysteries of drive chains. Take it away, you two. Hey Polly, have you heard about these things called drive chains? They're like special paths that some people want to add to Bitcoin to try out new stuff without changing the main road. Hmm, really? But why don't they just use another road for that? Good question! You see, adding a whole new road can be tricky and might cause traffic jams, so they want to build small paths, like side streets, called side chains, connected to the main Bitcoin road. Oh, side chains, got it! But what's the point of these side chains? Well, Polly, think of Bitcoin as a big playground. 
Sometimes people want to try new games or toys, but they don't want to mess up the main playground. So they use these side chains to play and experiment without changing everything for everyone. Oh, that sounds fun. But are there any problems with these side chains? Yep, just like any idea, there are some worries. Some people worry that the miners, who are like the playground keepers, might get too powerful with these side chains. They're concerned it could become like having only a few kids deciding all the rules. That doesn't sound fair. What else are people worried about? Another worry is that these side chains might need a lot of extra stuff to work, making the whole playground more complicated. Some think it could even slow things down and make it harder to play. Oh no, that doesn't sound good at all. Are there any more problems? Yep, some think that if too many kids start playing on these side streets, it might take away from the main playground. Like, if everyone's on the side swings, no one's left for the main slide. Oh, that would be sad. But what do you think, Eli? Are these side chains a good idea? Well, Polly, I think it's important for the Bitcoin playground to grow and try new things. But we need to make sure everyone still has a fair and fun time. It's like adding new toys without making the old ones less fun. I get it, Eli. Trying new things is cool, but we don't want to mess up the playground for everyone else. Exactly, Polly. We want everyone to have a great time and play safely together. So people are talking and debating to make sure these side chains make the Bitcoin playground even better. And that's the lesson for the day. Bye, Bye kids. kids. Thank you, children. As we wrap up today's show, let's rewind the clock a bit. You might recall our coverage last week about BitDeer's foray into the world of hydroelectric mining in the picturesque kingdom of Bhutan. A few years ago, our very own Horace Morris found himself in the enchanting land of Bhutan, precisely when their Bitcoin mining adventure was kicking off. That must have been something, eh, Horace? Those were some truly magical days, drenched in joy and wonder. Every moment was like a jazz riff that left us all spellbound. I've got every bit of that cosmic experience penned down in my groove diary. The boys and I have been brewing up something special, and we're all set to lay it out for you, right here on the stage of soundness. Well then, without further ado, let's lean in and listen as Horace paints us a vivid picture of his experience amidst the Bhutanese Bitcoin beginnings. Horace, take us on a journey. May 5th, 2018. The Kingdom of Bhutan. The locals call it the Kingdom of the Thunder Dragon. And man, this place is a trip. The air has a mystical aura, like every breath is infused with ancient tales and modern beats. As I roam through valleys kissed by the Himalayan breeze, I stumble upon a scene that defies reality itself. Hydroelectric turbines, spinning with a purpose, like cosmic turntables generating clean electricity. It's like nature's pulses powering the very essence of innovation. And then, out of the groove of time, emerges the Dragon King himself, Jigme Kesar Namgyal Wangchuk. He's not just a monarch, he's a cosmic conductor, orchestrating happiness across his kingdom. 
We chat, man, about life, Bitcoin, and the rhythm that keeps this land pulsating. He's like the embodiment of tradition and progress, a living testament to Bhutan's dance between the ages. In this kaleidoscope of reality, I witness bizarre occurrences that warp the very fabric of existence. Monks meditating to the syncopated beat of Bitcoin mining machines, their chants harmonizing with the hum of technology. It's like the metaphysical and the digital are locked in an eternal groove. And as the sun dips behind the towering peaks, I find myself sharing stories with locals whose smiles radiate the joy of their nation's name. Kingdom of the Thunder Dragon Man, it's like they've harnessed the energy of the elements themselves to fuel their spirits. This is the land where mountains hum with wisdom, rivers flow with innovation, and the Dragon King reigns over a symphony of souls. In Bhutan, you don't chase the dragon, you ride it. Beautiful, Horace. Thank you. As we conclude today's show, I'd like to offer a final perspective on the intriguing topic of drive chains, if I may. The Bitcoin improvement proposals, 300 and 301, centered around the concept of drive chains and blind merge mining, respectively, were put forth into the Bitcoin arena a few years ago. Yet what's truly fascinating is the sudden resurgence of interest in these proposals. Following the trail of breadcrumbs, it becomes evident that the recent enthusiasm for these BIPs is closely tied to financial motivations. During these market downtimes, miners have been diligently seeking alternative revenue streams. While ordinal inscriptions appeared as a potential lifeline half a year ago, their impact seems to have waned, prompting mining entities to advocate for this notion of enhanced functionality within the Bitcoin network. It's worth noting that the rallying cry for enhanced functionality has historically triggered intense debates like the block size war, culminating in contentious hard forks. Bitcoin stands apart for its innate attributes, censorship resistance, and immunity to inflation. Drive chains, if implemented, would introduce an incentive structure that might compromise the network's immunity to transaction censorship. The aspiration to trust a federation of miners with the role of transaction gatekeepers risks diluting the essence of censorship-resistant money. While Bitcoin does indeed warrant improvements, particularly in terms of privacy enhancements, Placing faith in this particular upgrade path seems a precarious endeavor. Drive chains could inadvertently pave the way for the erosion of Bitcoin's foundational principles. Thus, it's my conviction that this pathway is not the prudent way forward for the Bitcoin network, and the fate of drive chains appears destined for a rather inauspicious outcome. Of course, in the spirit of intellectual exploration, for those seeking a deeper dive, we'll provide a link to the BitMEX research and the BIPs themselves within our show notes. And with that final thought, episode 49 of the Merkle Treehouse comes to a close. Don't forget, BitBlock Boom is right around the corner in Austin, Texas. Get a 10% discount when using the promo code MERK when registering at bitblockboom.com. I'm Audrey Merkel, reminding you to keep your money hard, your heart soft, and have a little fun sometimes. Join us every Wednesday and Sunday for the absolute best in Bitcoin mindshare. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, it's Horace Morris and the Merkle Treehouse Band. Howdy there, folks. Pinto Pete here, just wanted to give you all a friendly nudge. Remember to hitch a ride on over to your favorite Noster client and give us a follow. Our end pub is in the show notes. 
And if you're feeling mighty kind and leave us a comment or share our notes, well, we'll be zapping our gratitude your way and that's a guarantee. So let's saddle up and ride the trails together and remember we're always grateful for your support. Thank you.